Chapter 27 of Pee-wee Harris and Luck. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Pee-wee Harris and Luck by Percy Keese Fitzhugh. The Last Laugh. Goodale Manor Farm was discovered at last. I discovered it, Pee-wee said. Whether this was true or not, he certainly led the first band of pilgrims thither, and this was the beginning of wonderful things. Now you can see how good it was that I built a float and joined the parade, and didn't get the prize and got lost in the fog, he said. Mrs. Gamer said that the farm was the most delightfully picturesque spot she had ever seen. Her daughter, who was a campfire girl, found endless pleasure in its surrounding woods. As for Trotsky, who had lately come from abroad, he thought there was more food at the farm than in the whole length and breadth of Russia. Fuller Bolson and Ray Racket said it was a fine place to start from and going somewhere else, but as there was no station with pigeonholes in the neighborhood, they seemed content to remain a while. Pee-wee and they became fast friends. As for Mr. A. Piler Coyne, he found the spot to be so restful to his tired nerves that he straightway undertook to arrange matters so that all hands might remain. To this end, he strolled up to the next farm where there was a phone and talked with Mr. Skimper of the Snailsdale house. Mr. Skimper said that he could very easily fill the rooms which had been held by a party of old ladies who were willing to pay the highest prices for accommodations at a house where they could have absolute rest and quiet. Mr. Skimper had assured them that rest and quiet were the middle names of his establishment. The old ladies, it seemed, were already in possession, and a new rule established that all lights must be extinguished at nine o'clock. Marooned upon this desert island, where stillness reigned as in the tomb, were Hope Stillmore and her mother. No one was there to beguile the dreary, silent hours but Everett Braggin, who had not even his straw hat to cheer and comfort him. At evening, in the parlor, the old ladies knitted, while Hope waited patiently for the welcome bedtime. On the following Tuesday... This semi-weekly news had an article which read, Gay Times at Goodale Farm. The farm of Asa Goodale has become a favorite resort with New Yorkers. The picturesque spot is winning converts daily. New arrivals there are Mr. Albright Coyne, brother of the well-known A. Piler Coyne, and his son and daughter, Haverly Coyne and Lotta Coyne, who motored up in their Dole's Joyce car. Plans are being made to win the tennis tournament. A dance is to be given on Saturday night, Mr. A. Piler Coyne has engaged the Snailsdale Manor Band for the occasion. Young folks enliven the place. Not a room is to be had at Goodale Farm. Even the barn and several tents are being used to accommodate the guests. This was a knockout blow to poor Hope. Before the evening of the dance arrived, a hilarious party from Goodale Farm, which filled the big Dole's Joyce car, rolled on to Snailsdale Green and cheered themselves hoarse, while Fuller Bolson and Racer Racket waltzed easily into the tennis finals and drove the opposing team to cover. Pee-wee was so hoarse that he could not talk. Serves her right, he said relentlessly. Of course, Hope was invited to the dance, but she was ashamed to go with Braggin and his little Ford, so she stayed home and cried. She began to be very disagreeable to poor Braggin, as if he were in some way to blame. She also seemed to hold her poor mother responsible. She was not a good loser. End of chapter 27 Recording by Valentina Vicelli